family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. Good morning, Brucey and team. This is Anastasia, and I'm from South Africa originally, but I am currently living in Qatar. And I just listened to the episode on heels, and I just wanted to say, wow, wow, wow. As someone who is a professional performer, uh, a lot of people always tell me that I look like I was born with heels because I look so comfortable on them. And I never quite understood the fascination with it. I, mean, I, I personally always loved them. And so it's second nature to me, but I always get all these compliments about, you know, how I look like I'm so confident, like I'm in control, that I, I, I own the room. And then listening to this podcast about heels, it just made so much sense, you know, because even on my worst days, or actually I should say, especially on my worst days, what I would do is dress up even better than I normally would, because that was my psychological kind of like um, war paint that I was doing for myself, because if I look good, I automatically felt better. So those would be the days when I would take out, you know, my LVs, or I'll take out my Alexander McQueen's, or I'll take out those shoes that I really, really love because they're so beautiful and they're super expensive. And I know what I had to do in order to get them. You know, I know the amount of work and the hours I had to slave in order to get and get those beautiful little pieces that I worked relentlessly for, for six months or 12 months or however long it took me to be able to achieve it. So that also when I'm standing in them, not only do I feel like I'm in control, especially in those moments when I don't, but also I feel like I'm on top of the world because I am reminded by myself and I, when looking at these shoes, what I needed to overcome in order to obtain and attain those shoes. So I thought that that was really profound. I thought it was really inspiring. And it just so happened that at the time that I was listening to this podcast, I was, you know, in a little bit of a crossroads as well. And it was exactly the reminder that I needed. It was just like the same kind of effect of me getting up, getting dressed and putting on those Alexander McQueen's. This podcast gave me exactly the same feeling. So I just want to say thank you so very much. I am totally posting uh, a snippet of the combo, or should I say the words of this podcast. I'll be posting it to my Instagram and tagging you guys. And I think that this was amazing. It was phenomenal. And it was short, sweet, and to the point, exactly what we needed. So thank you, thank you, thank you for these podcasts. They are all inspiring, they are amazing. And I can promise you, they are definitely saving lives. Keep it up, guys. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vusi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello, family. Hello, family. 
Welcome to another episode of the VT Podcast, and here we talk about ideas that matter. First, I know, I know we haven't published an episode in a while. I'm really sorry, but I think as you can hear still, um, that uh, my throat is quite uh, groggy. So I've been up and down, I've been traveling, I've been all over the world. I just did a beautiful stint in West Africa. And, um, and uh, as you get older, your body just changes. So I've been dealing a little bit with uh, some jet lag, but, but really um, just massive bouts of like ridiculous amounts of exhaustion, I must tell you. And, um, and in, addition to, <laughs> in addition to that, this incessant, persistent flu that will not go away. I've attacked it from every angle that I know to, and it always has some or other way through which it manifests, either a fever blister or like, as is the case now, my my throat is quite groggy and my, uh, my nose is quite nasally, right? So I apologize up front, first for the fact that we haven't been able to publish an episode in a while, and second, that I don't sound as my usual silky, sultry, berry white self. Anyway, Anastasia, thank you so much for that testimonial. And I'm really, really glad that you enjoyed that episode on High Heels. I must tell you guys something very interesting. It is this. So we published the episode High Heels and Ashot, who is the head of my short form content in the firm. If you ever watch any of my TikTok videos, he took our TikTok channel from below 100,000 followers. He's on 700,000 followers now. And when he started working on my Instagram channel, I think we had about 300 or 400,000 and we're now at just under 800,000. He's done an amazing, amazing job in a very short space of time. So he takes some of these uh, audios and he overlays them with visuals and then he'll put some of that suspense music, right? And then he'll publish them on a short form content like TikTok or Instagram Reels. And there was a few days on TikTok where, you know, this is the problem with the world today. Everybody wants to be offended. And there were a few days, I think it was on TikTok or was it on Instagram, one of the two, where there are a few people who are like, well, if high heels are so comfortable, why don't you wear them? You know, and some people are like, yeah, you know, this is the problem with the world today. Men always trying to tell women what to wear. And I was just there on some, you clearly didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> and this is the, this is the world today, isn't it? We live in a world today where people are happy to pass comment without having full context of the conversation and the discussion. But regardless of this, I must tell you that the High Heels podcast has probably been one of our best this year. It's done exceptionally, exceptionally well. I'm surprised because it's actually done even better than the Coaches, Mentors, and Sponsors podcast, which I was willing to bet my annual salary that uh, was going to be the best and most successful podcast this year. But without question, the High Heels podcast has done exceptionally well. Anyway, so here we are, gathered again, once again, for another episode of the VT podcast. So, family. This week, I want to talk to you about stages of development. Stages of development. For those of us of the Christian proclivity, you know that in the Bible it says, when I was a boy, I thought as a boy. And when I became a man, I let go of childish things. I say this only to make the following point. First, 
Let me make the point and then I'll come back to why I'm making it. In recent past, I have noticed all too often too many people that I know who, whose stage of development should be farther than what I'm experiencing it to be. These are people I thought were farther down the road, they were more mature, they had done more, achieved more, and that they were at stages of their lives where they didn't feel the need to prove themselves, didn't feel the need to panter to the gallery, didn't feel the need to perform or be performative, didn't feel the need for likes and clicks. But in today's world, that's distorted by the huge avalanche that has been on the world of traditional media, reality TV. In today's world, where there's a massive gravitational force just based on the spotlight that you have, you're finding even grown men and women, or as Cedric the Entertainer would say, grown-ass man, acting foolish and childish. These are people who don't understand what stage of development they should be at. And thinking about this, because I wonder, is it because they skipped a stage of their development? Or is it because they're stuck at a certain stage of development? Think of it this way. You ever had a childhood hero or somebody who was famous when they were really, really young? They have a breakout star, they become like a star on TV, or a star as a musician. And they have a formula that works for them. This is what I call the Cisco syndrome, the thong, the thong, thong song. I mean, Cisco breaks out with a thong song, he's got silver hair on him, and he's running, if you ever watch the music video, he's running literally on the heads of women on the beach. Now, that worked 20 years ago. I guaranteed you that if Cisco did an album today, and did that, there is something internally watching that video that would say to you, this guy's too old to be acting that foolish. We acknowledge it when we watch people in the performative arts. You, for instance, don't expect a silver gray fox like a George Clooney to be playing a young child in a movie. You just don't expect that because the look of the man doesn't fit the substance of the character he would be playing. Now, if we know this to be true, in performative arts, why don't we acknowledge it as true in real life? Right now, as you're listening to this, there is a family member that you have, an aunt who still thinks she's in her first year of university, an uncle who still thinks he's in his teens. And as you are growing up, you're watching them stuck at a certain phase of their lives. This is usually the case because that is what they perceived to be the peak of their development. Life, you see, is about the recognition that there are no peaks and troughs, only seasons. Now remember this. If you understand peaks and troughs mathematically, then you can literally draw the graph of the peak at the top and the trough at the bottom. Seasons, however, have neither peaks nor troughs because seasons are circular. It would be like me asking you the question, where does the circle begin? A circle doesn't begin. It's a circle. It begins wherever you want it and ends wherever you want it. So too is life, growth, and development. 
There are just seasons, good ones and bad ones, warm ones and cold ones. And it's about recognizing the season you are at in your life rather than trying to see your life as a peak at a point in time and a trough at a point in time. Now, there are some amongst us who are very capable at this and very good at this. Some amongst us who, and some of you here know, family members or people that you've watched in your life who are very good at understanding when to move and how to move. They're comfortable being in the limelight when it's required and being in the shadows when it's required. In fact, they seek neither the limelight nor the shadows because they exist in the understanding of this. Principles make the person, not position. Principles. If you live your life according to your principles, your position might change, your positioning might change, but your principles stay the same. So here is the question then. What are your principles? If you're chasing the limelight, you're chasing fame, notoriety, tweets, retweets, hashtags, and trending, you'll miss it because you're chasing your position in society and worse, you're chasing that incredibly elusive PR stunt, your positioning. You want to be the number one brand influencer. You want to be the person who's constantly at the top of every single conversation about anything contemporary. What you should be aiming for is to be a person of principle. Principle. So how do you do that? First, you have to know what it is that your principles are. And so the question I have for you is, do you? Do you know what your principles are? If you're listening to this and wondering, how do I know what my principles are? The answer to that is actually much simpler than you would think. Here is the answer to that question. What are your absolute non-negotiables? Non-negotiables. We live in a world today where we're so PC, right, that having non-negotiables makes you the one who is offensive to people. So if you're a, I don't know, a young person, for instance, who's non-negotiable is that if you and I are in a relationship together, then we are exclusive. You live in a world today where the other party in the relationship will tell you, why are you trying to be controlling? I'm not being controlling. I'm telling you that my principle in how I build relationships is that if I'm with you, you're with me, and that's it. No one's controlling anybody. If you find that you still want to gallivant in the forestry of foxes out in the streets, then you're well within your right to live by that principle. Just recognize that you can't do it with me. Principles. What are your absolute non-negotiables? The second thing to ask yourself. Values. What do you find most valuable in your life? And where does the value of your life come from? And here's how you know what the answer to this question is. Where do you spend your time? We spend our time as a replica of the things we find value in. If you spend your time doing nothing, that's a function of your values. You have nothing that you value. Nothing that drives you, nothing that's important. 
And so the reason Kobe Bryant would spend almost each and every single offseason getting ready for preseason and would spend every preseason getting ready for season and would spend every season getting ready for offseason was because the value that he lived by and what his values were based on was being the number one basketball player of his generation. What are your values? First, what are your principles? Second, what are your values? And third, who do you want to be? I can guarantee you that as you've made notes of these questions, the third one will be the hardest to answer and will probably take you the longest amount of time. Not what do you want to be? Because that's easy. I want to become a, a doctor, a mathematician, an engineer. That's easy. I want to become a mother, a father, a pastor. That's easy. What you want to be is very easy. Who you want to be is much harder. Because that's a character deep question. I want to be the kind of person about whom, if you hear anything, it's going to be positive. And if it's negative, it's because I spoke the truth and people were offended by it. I want to become the kind of person whose words and actions matter in substance so much that even though you might not like me, you can't ignore me. Those are answers to the question, who do you want to be, not what do you want to be? So, at every single stage then of your life, it's important to recognize the stage and season of your life. There will come a time, make no mistake about this, when you are in the natural season of basking in the limelight and glory of your achievements. Then, there must come a time when you live subdued in the shadows of working for your next achievements. When I was in competitive sport, my coach always used to say to me, the most successful athletes all have one thing in common. They are driven by making their latest achievement their oldest achievement. Once you've attained it, you celebrate for the day. You wake up tomorrow morning and recognize you're starting again at ground zero. So, friends, family, in this week's podcast of the VT Podcast Ideas That Matter, the question I'm asking of you is the following. What are your principles? What are your values? And who do you want to be? I hope you've enjoyed our week's podcast this week's, and I look forward to seeing you in future podcasts again. Sayonara. Hello, family. We love to hear from you here at the VT Podcast, and we've made it even easier for you to do so. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note about your thoughts on our podcasts on plus two seven. 81505-7667. That's plus two seven eight one five zero five seven double six seven. We look forward to hearing from you. This podcast was proudly brought to you by My Growth Fund in partnership with Sound and Sounds Media.